Hi everyone, you're listening to Healthy Hedonism Podcast, where we talk with strong individuals who aim to grow while celebrating each moment of their lives. My name is Lana Kimka, and I'm your host for today. Today is our first episode, and I invited a very special guest who is also happened to be a dear friend of mine. Vasilisa Solo is a serial entrepreneur. She grew the biggest endurance sport community in Eastern Europe. She also launched with her partners a holistic food brand called Grechka. With this brand, they aim to introduce buckwheat as a new super grain. In her pursuit for more balanced and fulfilled life, Vasilisa came up with the concept of healthy hedonism. And during this podcast, we will talk with her about what does it mean to live your life as a healthy hedonist. Vasilisa, thank you for being our very first guest on the podcast. Thank you for inviting me and very glad that I'm the first one and uh, super excited to start it. Yay! I would like to start by exploring your professional journey because it's not a standard one. You basically started to be an entrepreneur right after the university. Was it a deliberate decision or you just ended up there by chance? I think I've always had uh, an, an entrepreneurial spirit. Um, after the uni, I spent maybe around a year just working for um, PR and communication agencies. But uh, yeah, then I just uh, started my project, which comes up to be um, my business after, after all. And um, yeah, so I was very young and uh, passionate and it was an endurance school. So we started with running school, then we um, developed it more further. It became, we launched other sport activities like cycling, swimming, triathlon, and it was a quite big community. And yeah, that's how it started. Um, I was 23, 24, something around this. What What were your thoughts uh, at, the, at the time? Was it difficult to basically do everything for the first time? Who were your mentors, where you were learning from? Um, yeah, so I started uh, uh, as my own passion. So this business was kind of my personal interest and I came up with it uh, as a project for eight years and I met a lot of people who supported me at that time and obviously my partners with whom I was doing it and um, yeah so basically I can't really say that I had mentors or advisors at that time but I had a lot of support and uh, people who I was working with they were very inspiring persons too <laughs> and uh, yeah so I was learning by doing obviously and uh, because I was so passionate and uh, so young okay I'm still young <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah I put a lot of uh, energy in it and it came I think it was success it, it came up successful oh, that sounds like amazing journey I also kind of know that entrepreneurship usually perceived as a really stressful activity, a very stressful way of being. 
was it stressful for you at that time? How did you deal with that? Yeah, it was stressful, but at the same time, it was very uh, inspiring and interesting. And I, and again, it, because it was a community, obviously, I have a lot of um, communications with people, and I had a lot of friendships. I met amazing people with who I'm still today, and they can. Uh, so it was very uh, intensive time, and um, because I was also in all these uh, um, sport activities myself, so I was running, swimming, skiing, um, I, I did triathlon, half Ironman, all this. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that's what I said when I started doing it. Um, yeah, it was very intense. I, I just wanted to say that um, it was stressful, not in terms of stress as we usually perceive in the entrepreneurial journeys, like when you have a lot of risks or you spend a lot of money or you are, you know, afraid to fail or, or something like this. But it was much, a lot of stress in terms of my physical and emotional part because I is so because I was doing all the sports myself so it's obviously huge stress for the body and uh, at the same time all this communications like um, because of the community it all was also stressful for my uh, I would say nervous system yeah for the emotional part um, I would say it was in a good way I mean I can't I don't want to you know, just to say that it was all bad. I mean, it was very good. It was a uh, very inspiring, very uh, good and intensive. But at the same time, yes, it was it was draining my energy quite a lot. And because I was so young and the same thing again, I was so passionate. I didn't really realize how I was draining myself, and. Um, yeah, that that was the stressful part. I mean, that was the biggest challenge I had because I was I was trying to do sprint when I was running a marathon, but at the same time, um, I learned a lot from that experience and uh, all this um, running running events and uh, all the sport activities I was doing. It's definitely taught me a lot with discipline with. Uh, um achieving my my goals like it and uh, the price of my words as well so so that was a very great self development entrepreneur journey just because of the type of journey it was like the the area I was working on and um yeah I don't know if you want to learn something about life here, yeah, you can run a marathon because it's a it's a great lesson to do so you mean because you, if you don't train enough, like you don't push yourself enough, you will fail. Or, or if you push yourself too much, you also fail. So you always have to find the balance. And this balance in, is only yours. There is no one who can give you a special plan which guarantees that you will reach the finish line. And yeah, so that was a very interesting intensive uh full of joy and full of burnouts experience and i'm very grateful i had it 
<laughs> Thank you for sharing this. It feels like um, your whole face is just lights up when you <laughs> speak about this. Sounds like a very special part of uh, your life. But you also mentioned that during that uh, journey, you had uh, several burnouts. Uh, how did you deal with uh, those situations? Well, so uh, that I had a lot of burnouts, so it was like an uh, ongoing project. But uh, the the big point was when I just found out that I don't know where to go further. It seemed like I reached everything in terms of this project, and I I gave all of my energy, all of my health uh, to this project. And uh, yeah, so I came to this point where I start started to ask my started asking myself what I can do next, what are my next plan, how I want to feel myself. The just because the problem was that for these eight years I was so into into the business, into the sports, into the people I have. So I was giving all my time and my resources to them rather than spending time on my own. And uh, yeah, I remember that I just took a trip to London for one, for, one, for one week just to think, just to think what I want. And uh, it, it's, it's funny to say it, it wasn't about the, to have, you know, um, a vacation. It's just a time to to think because I have I haven't have never done it before, mm-hmm. and uh, that the greatest the greatest the greatest treasure I had I the greatest present I have for myself uh, I did for myself um, just to spend some time with my thoughts with what I want just to reflect on what I have done what is going to be, just to, to have a plan for. And um, yeah, uh, that was um, the point where I understood that I really want to find the balance in this life because uh, this, I, do, I, I don't, my, my, at the time, I, I'm, I'm not getting younger, I'm getting a little older. <laughs> And uh, I don't want myself to feel, you know, with with low energy, with, um, uh, you know, when I can't wake up in the morning, I really want to feel myself energized, full of life, just looking for um, opportunities to, you know, for creative, for creativity and stuff. And... Um, Yeah, so it, I took this uh, week just to think what I can do further. And during this week, I just understand that uh, I want to find something more balanced. And uh, maybe that's that wasn't my fault, sorry, the COVID time. But yes, after that, the COVID started. <laughs> so it was because it was in December and the COVID started in February. And in February, we all had started to have this time for ourselves. And then started to change. Yeah, I understood that uh, I want, I still love running. I still love to communicate with people, to meet new people. 
but I really want to make it in a more conscious way rather than I was doing it in this, as I said, just was running a sprint while I was doing marathon. I really like uh, what you said that you ask yourself a question, how do I want to feel every day? Because I guess when people finish one chapter and ready to start a new one, they often ask, what do you want to achieve next? Uh, this question sounds really powerful to kind of define more the values of everyday life and then um, come up with a way to, to make it happen. So I guess for you, the way to make it happen was to start a new business, uh, Grechka. Yeah, uh, Grechka was uh, also mm, the part of it, uh, the part of this transition process. But it was an invite for, from my friend with whom we are partners now. And, uh, but that was, I saw this as an opportunity for me to grow globally because uh, for that time I was only working in one region, but I was looking for opportunities to expand myself, uh, my, where I can apply my, I don't know, skills on the global scale. We started this business with, uh, I can't say it with a lot of expectations, but with a great enthusiasm. And um, during this past two and a half years, I start. I just know how much more conscious I am now in terms of a business approach, in terms of personal approach to the business. Because if I, just to, re to get back to the, the first business where I was very passionate and uh, very, um, yeah, I was very into, um, I was giving all my energy and resources to that. Now I'm much more conscious how I perform on every day, how I approach to the mm, to the progress, and how I perceive results and what I think about the goals. I started to listen much more to my inner voice, so I started to rely m more on my intuition. And you know, just want to say that I feel myself much better than it used to be in my daily life so that's that was my biggest request for for this for this new me yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> uh just to feel myself better every day not better i mean good not even good great <laughs> <laughs> yeah i really wanted to feel myself great Not just like am I surviving, yeah, but more like I am, you know, enjoying the life, enjoying what I'm doing, enjoying the process rather than running for the goal, for the results. I'm still work in progress. I, I can't say that it's never happened during this Gretschka uh, business period, but still I'm much more conscious than I used to be. And um, this has all happened because I, yeah, maybe because, obviously because of this uh, previous experience, but at the same time, because I approached much more consciously to this part of my life than it was in the previous one. Because when the previous one, it was just happened, I was so young and as I said, I was very passionate about it. Yeah, but we obviously I still have some kind of, 
you know, um, ambitions and uh, in pursuing for success. Um, but I would say it's in a more rational way rather than it used to be. Um, actually, I wanted to ask about how this um, more conscious and balanced way of doing business works with ambitions and desire to success because um, do you still um, set yourself uh, goals? How do you compare yourself to other businesses? Yeah, so obviously, I mean, it's it's similar like with uh, with our personalities. You open Instagram, yeah, and you're looking for some people who already reached something and you're thinking, oh my God, I, where I am now? And uh, But it's not triggering me that much as it used to be. So I do understand that I have this project right now. I have this business right now. I do what I can do. I really work on being honest to myself that I put enough uh, uh, enough of resources from my side. I put enough in, put enough of uh, um, you know work on this to perform what I can do. So I'm looking not rather for the greater results, but rather looking on the process how I am performing in it. So this is change. This help. This just helps me not to compare myself to someone else because I just try to compare to me to myself with within this process. I would say. So if I obviously there are days when I'm not really, you know, um, satisfied satisfied with what I'm doing, but I was just. I can say that yeah, you can perform better, you can do better, but it is, there there are other days when I woke up and I said, okay, today I focus on this and I complete this, and this is kind of you know, it's a flow mm-hmm. rather than a run uh, or a sprint, um, and uh, you know the, the most interesting part of it is that I started to notice a lot of results so it's a magic how it happens so when you when you do not focus on obviously you still have to to set some goals yeah i mean i'm very good in setting goals but the focus should be on the process rather than on this goal because when you started to think about the goal it's more it puts a lot of pressure on you so you, you start to procrastinate you start to I mean, okay, I'm speaking on myself, but I know a lot of people who can relate to it. Because when you are focused on the final, I don't know, success rather than on daily success, it's uh, it's hard to uh, to achieve it because you put a lot of emotional effort in it. So I'm trying now to focus more on daily tasks, on daily habits. <laughs> on daily uh you know performance rather than on something like what i want to reach in five years or in one year or even you know huge success in numbers rather than um in terms of value i can create this sounds like a really 
mature approach to to life. Uh, is it easy to always stand by it? Oh. No, I can't say that it's like all easy. Obviously, I, uh, I mean, I question myself <laughs> quite often as well. But what worked is it's a it's a concept of self love. I mean, I mean, I used to to say I I used to think about self love as something like you know manifestation part you know when you're just <laughs> in, you know all these practices and rituals something more you know spiritual part but actually self-love it's i mean it's now what i understood it's it's kind of discipline so i think that self-love is a form of of discipline because when you are um disciplining when you are doing what you have to do when you are performing on you know daily tasks uh it you you start to reach more and uh, you feel much better about yourself uh rather than setting expectations to yourself setting you know high to reach goals to yourself it's a self love dance uh, which is helping me on daily basis I'm I'm trying to be kind to myself at the same time to be honest to myself. So it's also balancing, but uh, still more progressing rather than waiting for results. That's what I'm saying. I love this approach, and I love how you call it healthy hedonism. Uh, would you like to tell us uh, a bit more about this uh, concept and um, what does it mean for you? So I really remember how it started. Um, it was a sunny day and I was running, like it was my morning run. The weather was so nice. I don't know. There was a sunlight and I can see it on the, um, on the, it was spring. So it was just like new leaves and uh, the smell. And I was running in a beautiful city, St. Petersburg. And so it was so inspiring and very beautiful setting I was running and I was running without the phone without the time tracker so I was just really enjoying the run without thinking how fast I am running how am I looking <laughs> am I red or am no, I'm not red and I was just noticing the beauty of the moment and I came up with the idea that Wow, how great. So I'm running, I'm 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 enjoying the this moment right now. I know that during the day I will have um I'll have um a Zoom call with my partners with whom we are created this new project and this is completely new, so it's a creativity part in my life, in my daily life. And in the evening we will have uh dinner with friends in the nice beautiful restaurants and I just thought wow how great this is exactly what I want so I doing sports I'm enjoying doing sport without external pressure on it I I am creating something something that I enjoy doing and it's something you it's still challenging me but at the same time I I'm an entrepreneur, yeah. I mean, I create something from the idea rather than start to develop something that already existed. 
and uh, I have this beautiful um, moment and I think this is kind of hedonism that I wanted to have in my daily life. It's a rational hedonism. No, it's like healthy hedonism. And I really love how it's uh, sound and there is nothing behind it. I mean, there there was no, um, I don't know, uh, checking whether this word exists, whether this concept exists or not. Uh, I just thought about it. And uh, yeah, and I just started that I can Im- started thinking that I can apply it in my daily life. And um, this is kind of my philosophy became. And then uh, I put on my Instagram that I'm healthy hedonism advocate. So I'm kind of the person who uh, living this balanced life uh, with with rational approach, without pushing myself to the limits, but at the same time with the ambition to reach something, with ambitious to success, and uh, it's the same with the word success actually, because I know that a lot of I mean, for the recent years we started to think about the word success as something, you know, something not very nice that it's too posh or um, you know, like stressful word, but I, but actually the word is very nice. I mean, and we all want it in some terms. I mean, for everyone, success is different, and I want to succeed, and uh, I really want to be, you know, nice to this word. So it's on my side rather than I'm fighting to it, and I rejecting it. This this uh, part of me this part of my personality so yeah and i came with this uh, um, concept and just to see just where we are now i see how i was applying it for the past two years and now it become a new venture (laughs) Well, it became, uh, yeah, not just a concept, it actually uh, became a movement and uh, now it also became a club, the Healthy Hedonism Club, um, which I would like you to tell us more about. Yeah, so Lana and I (laughs) uh, created the Healthy Hedonism Club, so it all begins with just the small uh, challenges that we hosted in the beginning of the year that the habits, uh, habits challenges. So we were working on habits in a group of people, and uh, that was actually very. Um, firstly, it was fun, but at the same time, it it was very effective. And uh, we came up with the idea of this healthy hedonism club. It's like a community that uh, uh, community of people, first of all. Um, so it's uh, like a place where individuals came together to to prioritize their well-being and happiness while also being mindful and conscious um, about their choices. And they also want to, to reach some long-term goals or success, but at the same time, they do not sacrifice their health. They are... Uh, working on their career or their ambitions, but at the same time enjoying the life. This is basically our approach with 
that we are uh, offering to the people to join and to follow this idea where every month has a special focus. Um, as I said previously, it's important to have focus not on the goal rather than on your daily life. And uh, each uh, month has a special uh, topic we are exploring together. And we have, um, for example, this month we have a topic about vitality. And so it's more on health side. At the same time, we have invited speakers, experts in this area, in this field. Um, we also have habit challenges for few weeks so people can give some kind of intention to change with uh, within the club and we also have a book club uh, for the month so in the end of the month we will discuss uh, the, the book uh, we read it's very I, I love book club so I always think that the book club is the best way to read books <laughs> so you can not just read it but also discuss with the people and of course, there are events uh, and online events and offline events and uh, gateways, for example. Next week, we are going to Garda, to Italy, to run half, mar um, half marathon or 10K. Some people run half marathon, some people uh, run 10K. And um, this is not just sport event. We also have, we will have some kind of, a hedonistic uh, um, time uh, with wine and spa and this kind of gateways we will organize within the club. Um, yeah, there is a lot of ideas uh, how we can develop it and uh, how more events are coming. But in general, yeah, it's about community of people who are uh, enjoying their lives they already reached some level of success and they want to share uh, with other people and to find like-minded people maybe to rely on their uh, to to learn from their experiences but in a more you know enjoyable uh, way of life than striving for for success <laughs> so join the club from my side i also would like to say that i'm super fascinated with Lisa by your let's say like a superpower of uh, uniting people and i'm super happy to be part of that um, thank you that's for me also a nice journey into healthy hedonism way of living I'm now at the stage about where I really need to scale what I've done. So this is my biggest challenge that I have now in, in business, in the project of healthy hedonism as well. So um, this is what I am working on. Uh, how I apply healthy hedonism with the challenge as well. Um, first of all, I give myself time. As I said in the beginning, I really believe in uh, giving that, that time is on your side. I mean, I used to live in this perception where, where I was thinking that, you know, I time is not waiting for me. Like, you know, living in this constant 
FOMO, <laughs> fear of missing out uh, all this, uh, you know, opportunities. And uh, but now I see that okay, I have this challenge. I have this. I don't even put it as a goal to achieve. I perceive it as a things I have to do, and I doing it every day. My approach with these challenges as I just try to not to push myself to achieve it without any, you know, just achieve or die. <laughs> but rather I give myself some space in terms of time and to work on it. I can see that I have much more progress right now because when you I mean, when you're trying to achieve some external goals right here right now you know like when you are waiting for something that something will happen and this magically you know uh sort all these challenges and problems um it usually doesn't work uh, what works for me is just to have a space to perform and I feel that when and I just start to see how time is on my side because with because I'm have much less pressure on my side on myself I see that I have more I, I see more, more creativity I can spot more opportunities yeah so I feel that I can do every day small steps and I I see result of that, and this is magic because if you do small steps every day, you will go. Some, you will finish. You will reach your finish line. It's a marathon. The power of small steps. Yeah, I I love this power of small steps. What's your current routines, or maybe what are the most impactful um, like day to day routines that help you to stay in this state of mind? Mindful mornings. <laughs> Uh, really, uh, to have uh, proper mornings, like proper, I mean, when you have uh, time for yourself without uh, phone or, you know, I don't know, emails. And um, like when you woke up, you have some exercise, um, go for a walk. Thanks, I have a dog now <laughs> because I have to go every morning to, to the outside and uh, have a very good breakfast so because you have to fulfill yourself and then focus have a focus of the day i think that works the best for me for, for now i mean that's that's how it was created so I, this is this habits i created not like in one week it's been years <laughs> of working on these habits but these habits are working on me now so I have these mindful mornings I have set the focus of the day and I see the progress that's how it goes sounds like magic it's it's not the magic it's just a habit there is no magic about habits about habits the only magic about habits is that they became habits <laughs> that's it yeah but you, you have to spend time on making it it's again about the time you have to give yourself time to make this 
habits part of your personality and there is there is no way to you know okay i have 21 day to 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 get this habit you sometimes you might need 10 days sometimes you might need 100 days and that's okay that that your that your speed it's very i mean habits is i mean i'm fascinating with um, behavioral science and uh, that's why we have a habit challenge in the in the club because small steps small habits changes uh, they change your life your personality so you become a person you want to be thanks to the habits you have not because some someone will tell you how to do or you know give you advices i mean i have i have nothing against consulting on advisory or coaching but the main idea is that it's only you who can create yourself i mean we are creators of our life we are creators of our journey and i just uh, think really believe that this is a power of small little very little changes that you can notice so if you if you start to notice them you're changing if you're not noticing them you're just living in you know this uh, way when every day is different or where every day is similar but you you don't feel the progress yeah it's hard but it's very it's very easy but at the same very hard to to work on uh on habits that's why uh community is great uh great support uh in healthy hedonism we have um um we call it a healthy hedonism support system it's kind of the pillars we rely on and um so the first one is to follow your intuition is just to listen to yourself um the second one is uh, uh, good habits so working on the good habits is uh, it's a crucial uh, for for anything you want to achieve because it's all um the next one it's about uh, growth mindset uh because i don't know i think most of you know that there is a fixed mindset a growth mindset and the growth mindset is the one where you are open for opportunities. You open for people. You open for knowledges, and this is very mm, important for not for even for entrepreneurs. Obviously, for entrepreneurs is very important, but it's more important for uh, you know positive approach to life. Uh, what text we have? We have space. Space is also very important. Like sp- I mean, space in terms of um uh like how you feel yourself during the day in your space like you can create a nice you know music a playlist to focus on your uh, work or you can think about i uh, i don't know nice beautiful candles you have uh, next to you or you know maybe some kind of rituals you have it's also very important because this is also what's supporting you uh, during the uh, how you perform. Um, what else we have? Of course, nourishing the body. I mean, it's about sport, about food, healthy food, uh, nourishing food. 
we also have just to notice the joy of daily moments. I mean, that's how it started with me. I mean, I just started to notice the beauty of the moment, the light, the clouds, I don't know, the nature and, um, you know, the conversations we have, uh, you know, what we are sharing with each other. And it's very important to notice these moments. Oh yeah, and and the community <laughs> harnessing the power of people of the of the people your your circle of influence. Yeah, this is how I see this. You know the support system. We we I apply we apply it in in the club, but at the same time I apply it to myself. So I think this is this works. Also for the club, you mentioned that there is a book club or like a part of the club is a book club, which. I'm also a huge fan of. Uh, for me, books are like the best way to get information, get knowledge, spend your time, spend your mornings. What books you can recommend to our listeners? What's uh, the kind of the main books that shaped your worldview? No, yeah, I really love to read uh, different books, like self-help books and um, you know nonfiction and stuff. And I, most of them have had an influence on me and uh, I can't really um, say about some things that like you must read that one but in there about the, the one that I I really enjoyed it's um, uh, so it's Lean Startup and that's the book to read <laughs> um, what else um, Principles of Ray Dalio also good to know I mean nothing um, nothing new, but very well uh, collected. I mean, you have structured. I mean, and uh, yeah, this is a great book to read. What else? Um, Blue Ocean Strategy. Um, actually, the recent one that we read in in the book club is the Creative Act of Being by Rick Rubin. It was also very interesting. Um, if we so Rick Rubin, he's a, a producer and he's in, in this artistic space, but, and he, he wrote a book about for, mostly for artists, but we are all artists of our daily life. And, uh, that's amazing how he's, I don't know, approach some advices, um, you can apply not only on, on creative people or artists but you can be as I said yeah we're all creative and his tone of voice of the book is very interesting I mean it's it's it might sound a bit like spiritual but in general it's interesting approach so you are reading you know like self-help self-help book but it's more like very aesthetic and um, in terms of um, other literature um yeah, I said that um, recently I read, uh, maybe two or three years ago, I read Gone with the Wind again. I mean, I use, I, I read it when I was like a teenager. And obviously at that time I was reading it's like a biggest roman and drama and all the stuff. And they haven't, and I haven't even noticed all this entrepreneurial part of Scarlet. <laughs> And now I, when I read it again, I I was completely new person and there was absolutely different approach to this book. So very, um, 
very inspiring, I'd say. Obviously, yeah, there's a different, uh, difficult times they were, um, the book is about, but mm, interesting to see how I changed and what, what I started to know, when, what I noticed at the same time. And um, I have another book that I've read not uh, so long time ago, but I think it's very good for female entrepreneurs. I mean, for women in business, it's um, Heroine's Journey. Um, so there, you might know about the Hero's Journey, which is a very popular uh, book with the myths, how, uh, how the path of the heroes... Uh, during the life, yeah, it light on uh, the light, and they, the all the movies and books are, you know, based on this myths and on this journey of heroes. But Heroes Journey, it's an opposite. It's not like the opposite. It's more like a feminine view on this approach. And I think it's it's also. I mean, it's also myths. So you you're reading like a fairy tale, not not like a you know like nonfiction book. But at the same time, it very good to, to very interesting to think about these myths as you are a woman who are entrepreneur who has to balance this feminine and masculine parts and that's very interesting to read so that's had an impression on me as well Thank you so much for sharing your book preferences. <laughs> it feels like a, a nice list for the whole year for someone to read um, Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and your journey. It was a big pleasure talking to you. Thank you very much, Lana. I was a bit nervous, <laughs> but still happy that I did it because, yeah, it's better to, to do rather than never do. <laughs> than not to do. Yeah. And I think it turned out really, really well. Ciao. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>